Welcome everyone to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast. Podcast with four different flavors coming from four different gamers. I am your host, Shane Eisterhold, and I'd like to welcome my co-host, Nick Irwin, Patrick Smith, and Russell Rowe. Hey, Patrick. Where can they find us? Well, the first place you should check out is our website at ittastedifferent.com. This is the place where you can subscribe to all of our streams and connect to all of our social media sites. You can also find us on Facebook at It Tastes Different. Uh, we're also on Instagram at It Tastes Different PC. And then last but not least is Twitter, where you can find us at It Tastes Diff. What's for dinner? We order our steak the cowboy way with Killing Floor 2. It is a 2017 release on the Xbox. It is uh, published by published and developed by Tripwire Interactive. Uh, later on, it was supported by Saber Interactive. It's uh, obviously a sequel to the original Killing Floor from 2009. It is basically just a straight-up uh, multiplayer run-and-gun game, and it is uh, something we've all been working on here. Uh, it is one we would consider a hidden gem if you listen to our previous podcast uh, regarding games that uh, you probably should check out. You should check out that uh that episode uh first off let's start with uh let's start with russell today russ what is your thought on killing floor 2 ah let's see what are my thoughts death destruction mayhem hand cramps after 12 maps (laughs) it's good fun solid shooter fun game of of I mean, it's like I don't know. The best way I was thinking about it uh, the other day was it's like Rainbow Siege before Rainbow Siege. I mean, it's like it's like not necessarily the first because it is an older game of the genre, but it kind of like maybe like started the trend or like it does everything right. It is a little frustrating that you do have to have some play to win stuff. Not really play to win. I should say play to have options. You do have to play a lot to be able to get um, some of those customizations for the weapons and things like that. Or you can buy them off the Microsoft store. Uh, that's a little frustrating. Um, but at the end, the game is what the game is. It's a lot of fun for the four of us to get on and and play and just kill things. I mean, there's a lot of different modes to it. Uh, there's some PvP. There's some PvE. There's some... Uh, even just your little group of people where just you you there's that one mode where we played uh, versus each other. It was two on two. I think me and Patrick started off as kind of the um, uh, the zombies and then we tagged you guys. I mean, I, I think I, I laughed for an hour after that. That was fantastic. So it's got a lot of different <laughs> a lot of different uh, game modes. Uh, it, it's really a simplistic game. Um, you pick kind of not a class, but a, a, an area of expertise, um, and, and your weapons kind of go along with that. Uh, I picked Gunslinger. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's uh, an accuracy kind of thing, uh, a lot of headshots. The guns were pretty cool. Dual, there's nothing better than dual wielding a couple of pistols and running around shooting zombies' heads off. So it was a lot of fun. Um, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I think it'll probably be in the rotation at least for some time, maybe not forever, but for some time it'll be in the rotation for us as a group. And uh, I mean, overall, my first initial comments on it uh, is it's a whole lot of fun. Don't expect over the top of anything on it. Just expect a lot of fun. So I'll go to Nick. I'll throw it to Nick and see what Nick thinks about the game. Nick? Yeah, this game is uh, pretty much like Russ said. It's a lot of fun to play, you know. Um, it's just your typical kind of AI, you know, versus bots type of scenario. Um, they do have a lot of different modes and a lot of a lot of maps. 
um, that you can choose from. So there's definitely a lot of variety in your maps and stuff. So you're not recycling the same few maps every so often. You know, they have a big selection of maps. I think 15 or so, maybe a little more than that, maybe up to 20 different maps that you can choose from, which are all varied and have their distinct look and feel to them. So they're all pretty cool. Uh, you know, th there's different modes that you can play. Like Russ was saying, you know, your main typical mode is just going to be you versus AI kind of waves, kind of like horde mode from Gears of War type of thing to think about uh, how it plays out. And, you know, like Russ said, you can pick a kind of specialization in your class. Uh, I chose commando, which starts off with like a, the burst rifle and, from there, you can upgrade those weapons. You can upgrade pretty much after every wave. You get money. You can go to these pods. And in these pods, you can either upgrade your weapon or you can buy other weapons. And you don't have to buy weapons from your class selection. You can buy weapons from any of the classes that they have. And as you purchase the weapons and use them, uh, let's say you are a commander like myself, and then you buy like a gun from the demolition uh, class, which has a lot of explosive weapons and stuff, then... Now, at the end of the game, you'll get experience into those classes. Now, it's not as much as the, your, your class that you've chosen, but um, you still get experience that goes towards those. So you can upgrade or level those classes up to uh, any of the classes that you kind of like. Uh, each class has perks that you'll get depending on uh, the level. I think at level 5 or 10 is you get your first perk, and then it kind of goes on from there. Um, I think level 20, 30, so on and so forth, or something like that, where you unlock different perks. And then once you've unlocked your perks, you can select between two different perks. So when you once you unlock the perk, you basically get a, when you open up the menu, you have two options on what you want the perk to do. You know, like an example, maybe one side of it gives you more health, or maybe the other side gives you more ammo or something like that. So uh, you can you, you can switch those on and off, you know, change them around as many as much as you want. You don't have to keep the selection that you have. So maybe you pick one. You're like, I don't really like that perk. Uh, let me try the ammo one, and you can just change it when you go to the menu. So that's all cool. You know, there like I said, there's a lot of uh, cosmetic stuff that you can get and you can unlock. You get money uh, after every round, and you go to the vault, which then puts the money in there, and then you unlock boxes, and the boxes usually have one item, cosmetic item in there, and it may or may not be for the person you've selected, which you can change your character at any time, and then you can swap off those cosmetic items as you see fit um, in the menu before you start a match. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, like I said, it's probably going to be in the rotation. You know, it's a game that's 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 uh, pretty fun, like if you don't have anything else to do and you kind of want to play a game together, it's a nice game to boot up and and play a few rounds of and just have a good time o overall i think it's a pretty fun game and you know if you have a group of friends and kind of looking for something to play this is definitely one that uh you can pick up and play and have a lot of fun and it's usually i think it's usually on sale pretty often and i don't think it's a very expensive game to start with so you know an easy pickup for anybody out there looking for a four-player co-op uh kind of horde mode gears of war type thing uh that type of game play but uh, Patrick, what did you think of Killing Floor 2? Yep, so I will pretty much agree. Uh, it's a good little co-op game because we're lacking some of that right now. So we were just kind of looking for something that we could all play and enjoy without having to be too involved with or that just kind of lets you drop in, drop out type stuff. So basically this game's from like one to six players. And it, I would consider this kind of like a 
a tower type challenge game, if you will, where basically you're going through so many waves and it gets progressively harder and harder and harder. And depending on the mode you pick, you could have intermediate bosses between so many levels and stuff like that. Cause it's set up to basically run like different lengths. So you can do like an endless mode. You could do like uh, a short range, a short length game. that's like four waves and a mid range, which is more like 10 and so on and so forth. Um, and there are so many maps as everybody. So there's a ton of different maps. And one of the things too, is that I think like half a dozen, six of the maps have, um, they have objective based games, which are the ones I consider the funnest, which is things like, you know, uh, protect the, um, scout drone while it's doing its thing or go get tablets or go get this and protect the zone and stuff like that. I found those to be the more fun of the maps. Cause it was more, it was more than just killing. Cause at some point, I mean, you just get to the point where, after a few rounds, you bought a new gun or upgraded your gun. You could pretty just mow, pretty much just mow through just about anything. It's lots of gore, lots of just lots of stuff like that. Lots of melee. It's just it's brutal. There's blood and guts everywhere of all the Zed. And then it has also something called Zed time. So if like one member of your party headshots a, a Zed, it goes into like the slow motion, giving you time to kill zombies and stuff like that. But I don't know about anybody else's luck, but Half the time it feels like every time we enter Zed mode, I'm freaking reloading. And the whole time it's in Zed mode, I'm reloading my gun. Wait, I wish I could have shot something, you know? <laughs> because, yes. That... Yeah. Because some of the, once you get to like, what is it? I think it's 30, which is the cap. You can unlock the specialized Zed mode, which lets you, depending on the, depending on the class. Because I picked the firebug, which is like a flamethrower guy who adds fire damage to everything he does. So even the, even the machine gun that I use sets him on fire. So, and there's a perk I got that if a zombie or a Zed touches another Zed, he sets that Zed on fire. And, you know, it's just a chain reaction type thing. But at level 30, you get one where it basically means that during Zed time, you, like a couple of things can happen. One of them is, is like unlimited ammo. My guy has one. It's unlimited ammo. So I can just shoot, 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 shoot. And the other one is real time where as all the Zed are in, and everybody else is in slow time, I can be in real time just shooting and reloading and shooting and reloading the whole Zed time. So, you know, you get like a specialized level 30, which is the cap for the characters. Uh, and there's a lot of characters in the game, different types of classes and characters that you can play. Uh, it's it's got, it's pretty unique, I should say. Like I said, it's a, it, as Nick said, it's pretty much like a typical horde game, but it has a few unique things in there, like the perks that are a little unique for each class. And then the different game types, like. Some of the bosses can be pretty nasty we've played. Uh, I also <laughs> like, we just got done with the holiday theme season, themed, and that was kind of cool. They did a little holiday, all the Zed are holiday themed instead of being their normal ones. You know, so like a, a lot of the little, uh, I think, I don't remember what they are. Are they called, um, the crawlers were like Christmas presents and yep. stuff like that, you know. And I think the stalkers were gingerbread men and, you know, and all the bosses were Christmas themed, you know, so it got yeah. to be pretty Santa Claus was the pacifier or something like that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And the scrake was Rudolph, you know, yeah. and, <laughs> and the quarter pounders were, uh, the, flesh pounder, not quarter pounder. <laughs> quarter pound. That's what they're called. Quarter pound is what they are. Uh, the quarter uh, pound are the, the ones with the metal hands, not the. Not the spinning Oh, hands. not the big one. Okay. Right, I yeah. Not the big one. Like... The quarter pound were, uh, what were those guys? They, they were, were the. Crackers. Yeah. You <laughs> know, so. <laughs> so it was kind of interesting how they did all that stuff. And every enemy was just a little bit Christmased up. You know, they were just Christmassy, which was just really funny. So, 
And then, like, the bloaters, they were just, like, puking reindeer or something weird like that. <laughs> you know what they were? I just remember they weren't, like, the big blob-looking things with knives. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of interesting that they, I mean, they've been, the game's been out for three years now. So they, they've been doing, I guess, holiday-themed things. I'm in agreement with Russ, though. It annoys me that the um, all the cosmetic items are locked behind not really a paywall, but you do have to play like a lot. And when I say a lot, I mean, we played weekends long and I barely got enough to do one box. You yeah. know, so it takes a lot unless you want to spend real world money, but I'm not willing to, willing to spend that for cosmetic items. And the terrible thing was those boxes were random on top of it all. Yeah, because I, I have not got a single box for my character, the one that I've been playing, the, the character that I've been sticking with, uh, you know. It, so, I mean, but, you know, for the most part, this is a great, this is a pretty great game for just wasting time and hanging out with your friends and just randomly killing stuff. Cause it's what we do, you know? And then I'm not a big PVP person, but like Russ said, we did do the little versus, um, the versus match and the versus match basically puts half the team as the Zed and, and the other half is the players. And then it just swaps over once you die. So that's kind of an interesting concept, you know, uh, playing the bad guys. And when you play the bad guys, you have a lot more health than the normal bad guys. So <laughs> that kind of sucks yeah. for the uh, the opposing team because it's a little bit harder to kill those big guys once they start coming at you, especially if they got more health now. But I'd say there's just a lot of weapons, too. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but there are so many different types of weapons in this game, like explosive mm-hmm. weapons, fire weapons, uh, umpteen different pistols and, and just stuff like that. So. And, you know, that's kind of a rare thing for a, a game of this nature of, like, having such a vast... I mean, they're all basically the same weapons. I mean, they're all projectile-based weapons for the most part. I mean, you can't... When you're doing a first-person shooter and you're doing a shoot 'em up game. But at the same time, they have a variety enough to... At least at least a huge variety just to make it kind of interesting. I mean, I know even in with the pistol portion of it... Uh, I had uh, the Glock 18, which uh, was a semi-automatic, so it's like having two little SMGs in my hands, and those were pistols, were considered pistols. They had the frost guns, uh, so those kind of like, depending on how you fired and how you shot, would slow and and freeze targets to help other people shoot them up. Um, I mean, so it was at least a little bit of a variety in that, than just some other games that have just the basic M16, M4, you know, SMG gun, whatever it is, you know, and a pistol. I mean, at least this one had a little bit of a variety, even if it is not realistic. And they seem to do regular events. Like, you know, they seem to put on regular events. I think last year in 2020, they had four events. And when I'm talking events, like we just got done with the Christmas crackdown. And before that, it was like Infernal Resurrection and then Perilous Plunder and Neon Nightmares last year. So it seems like they put on about four uh, events a year since the game's release, yeah, four a year. So I mean, it's kind of interesting. And like I said, the last one, Christmas Crackdown, with everybody was like, everybody was in Christmas a year, you know, uh, bad guy. There was bad bad guys dressed up as Santas and all that kind of stuff. So they they seem to be pretty active still. The development crew for this game, they're always putting out new weapons. With every um, event, they also put out new weapons and gear and and clothing items. So the last one they they introduced like Frostfang, which is like the shotgun with the axe in front of it and this weird looking vampire gun. And and then the one before that, they had the mini guns and a mine thing, an arc generator, stuff like that. So they're very active development crew on it still. For a game that's been out for, for three years, they still seem to do a lot of development stuff with it every year. 
and it's not rehashed stuff. Like I looked at the um, I looked at the Christmas event from last year, and it was called Yuletide Horror in 2019, and it was a little bit different because <laughs> I we played the Christmas event this year, so I knew what was in there. And like I said, it's all different how they how they dressed everybody up last year versus this year and the enemies and stuff like that. So that's kind of an interesting concept for game, especially for this game. I don't know how active their community or player base is, but for something this old to still be getting this much attention, which I guess if they're making money off of their loot boxes, I guess that's how they can still do this. I just don't know how much, how many people are actually spending money on the loot box. It doesn't seem like I didn't see anything in the loot boxes that I was just like, Oh, I got to have, I don't know about you guys, but I did look through them, but I wasn't planning on spending anything. I, I think like this game as a, uh, if you have a group of, of friends that play a game and, and we've kind of fallen into a lull for, for, for new games that are really piquing our interest. This was a, a, a particularly good find uh, for the time being to kind of uh, get us through until the next couple of titles come out um, here pretty soon. So, you know, I would suggest to people out there that, Hey, if you haven't played this game, I think it was on sale for what fifteen bucks. I think it's probably yeah. not much more than that still now. Um, well worth just keeping yourself busy. I mean, there's some that are probably still playing Valhalla and, and playing Yakuza and playing um, Cyberpunk and stuff like that. But you know, if you get a lull waiting for you know a new title to come out, this this might be a little gap filler. I mean, it's definitely a gap filler for us because we. I mean, we were looking for something co-op to play while we get a, a new co-op game. I mean, you know, there's a few things that I've been trying to hold on for that just, you know, because we don't have a whole lot of co-op games right now. I don't know about you guys, but I've been looking, but haven't seen anything recently. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of filling that that niche for us right now. Yeah, it's it's been a pretty uh, thin, uh, God, six months, eight months for new cooperative games. I mean, it's been rough, but... Um, this is one I wanted to check out for a long time. I just, you know, it's just one of those things. Never really had the time or, you know, there was other things to do, but with games being, uh, pretty thin right now, new releases, this was really a perfect thing for us. Uh, you know, like Russ was saying, this is something buddies can get together. I mean, you know, as we're playing through this thing and, you know, shredding Zeds, yeah, we spending our time BSing and laughing and, you know, talking about the podcast, what we're going to do next, and, you know, just having a good time. And that's what made it so much fun is there is objective stuff that makes it, uh, you know, a little more strategic in areas, which is great. Uh, But, you know, you can still just really relax and just blast away and have a good time. That's what made it made the game, in my opinion, just perfect. Uh, and it was a perfect time for, and I think that's one reason we all have enjoyed it so much. It's a perfect time for this game. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it, it fills that gap as everybody said, you know, it's, oh. it's, it's got a plethora of different enemies. It's got a plethora of different bosses. It's got a whole bunch of different modes. One of the things that, like I said, active developer community is, Every week, there's a new set of dailies and weeklies that come out. And the the weekly, there's actually a weekly event that completely changes the um, the gameplay. So once a week, there's a there's a type of gameplay that's put in the weekly gameplay that's different than what is the standard type of week a uh, standard type of game modes. But it's usually a lot harder. Like we tried a few of them, and 
they're insanely difficult. But none, we're not like capped out on level neither. I think like we're yeah. around level twenty. We're all like if and around level twenty with the main um, character that we're all playing. Yeah, it's about right. So I mean, once we got to level thirty, I imagine it would probably be a little bit easier because that's two perk points, two different perk points that you get yep. that drastically change the way the game plays. I mean, we've tried the super hard levels and just got beat down like there was no tomorrow. Oh, total <laughs> decimation. Like, yeah, like three waves in and we're getting raffle stomped. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's like there's like uh, there's there's like four different variants of or the three different main variants of Zeds. There's like the lesser Zeds, which is like the the stalkers and the slashers and stuff like that. And there's like the medium level Zeds, which are like the bloaters and then the husk and then the robots, the little robots that shoot missiles at you. And then there's the three large ones, which is that quarter pound, the scrake and the flesh pound. And then there's like, there's elite variants of like quite a few of them. So once you get in the hard levels, we saw those, the ones that have like the sparkly blue tint to them. Those are like the elite variants. And then there's- Yeah, I never got to see them guys too long. I was dead pretty quick once I hit the scene. <laughs> And from what I've been able to find, there's only like five bosses. There's that Hans Volter guy, the Patriarch, the Matriarch, the King Flesh Pound, and the Abomination. Yeah. So. Uh, and the only one that that really just violated us was the Matriarch. Oh, she uh, sucks. And there's probably a tactic out there on her, but she just sucks. <laughs> yeah, she, God, just, when she showed up, it was pretty much such a controller down almost. I mean, we beat her, what? Two times, maybe three. <laughs> yeah, she's 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 killed us more times than that, though. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the game is all about also looking for vulnerable spots. So that's how you beat bosses. Is you can either bullet sponge them down, but as the high, higher level you get, that's the harder it gets because the matriarch. You know, for an example, the matriarch until she opens up her helmet, her vulnerable spot is like the left claw. You know, and then once her helmet opens up, you want to shoot her in the face. That's her vulnerable spot. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's an interesting game. Uh, you know, I've, I I'm ready for something new. You know, just because I'm ready for a change in the co-op. I really wish for a game that's been out for three years, they should have a little bit more objective-based play in it. And what I mean yeah. by objective is the six. They only have six objective maps, and so they're just the same thing over and over. And we played through all of them. So I'm ready for. I'm, they either need to add some more. Uh, I would think they need more objective base because that's the fun. I think that's the funnest. I don't know about you guys, but I think those are the best parts of the objective base. Not. Uh, I mean, yeah, not just run, running around killing zombies is, is 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 it is what it is. It, or Zeds, I should say. They're not zombies. They're Zeds and they're bioengineered super weapons or superhumans type mm. thing. But it's uh, it is what it is, and it's definitely filling that 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 uh, gap for us. We played it for a whole weekend pretty much and now we're we're definitely um we're definitely getting a lot further and progressing on a lot harder enemies so yeah one thing about the maps though uh which is kind of odd i wish that had done a little bit better job is the uh objectives you get yeah there's 20 maps give or take uh in total but you can only do like five or six on objective uh i noticed the uh, verses there's i think it was eight maps um, and that kind of sucks. Uh, I wish they, you know, had something for everything. But some of the maps are really cool, though. I mean, you've got traps and stuff. Uh, you could suck them into a, a blade or hit them with a plasma beam or something like that. You know, throughout the maps, they have some really cool ones like that. Uh, which you know, I don't think we I noticed previously. Uh, you know, all the times we played it, but we just discovered the last few 
times we play, it's like, oh, look, a button. And then you hit it, and I believe it was Russ you sucked into a fan blade or something? Or set yeah, on I'm, fire? There's there's so many, yeah. We we basically screw around and that stuff. Somebody sucked me into a fan blade, and yeah. Every zone has, like, unique interactable environments. Uh, I don't know how many maps there are. I thought there was more than 20, but there might only be 20. It looked like a lot. <laughs> I don't It was a lot. Uh, yeah, there's still a there's lot definitely of plenty of maps. I mean, there's definitely plenty of maps, and there's you know interactiveness in the maps and stuff like that. I mean, it's a it's a game that's obviously since it's got a few years behind behind it, it's probably had some upgrades and some changes and some map ads. So, you know, one of these games is actually best to get a couple of years down the road because when it probably was first released, there's probably four or five maps. That was it, and you know you were bored with it in a weekend. Whereas here, luckily, they have enough of a variation uh, to probably keep us, you know, somewhat interested for you know a boring night for a couple of months at least. That's for sure. Yeah, and I just found a list. There's 33. <laughs> There's 33. 33? Oh crap! Yeah. yeah, there's a lot. It looks like when the game initially launched, there was only three maps. So yeah, just like Russ there said. You go. Just like Russ said, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Lots well, let's be honest. It's it's the same. Uh, it's it's the same um, marketing or or business model uh, for a game like that that's been used for you know going on a decade now. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, just start with a few maps and then add more because it looks like this game has had some DLC and and stuff like that since it came out. So. I, but, I want, you know, I want 15 more, I want bucks, more. can't beat it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Can't beat it. We've got our money's worth easily out of it. I just want some more uh, objective-based maps. Um, I do like that the game kind of scales with you. If you if you go in there with a group of three people, it's this much. You can even go in there by yourself and play. I don't know how much fun you'll have. I mean, it's, it is what it is on single player, but one to six player, and the way that it scales difficulty is by the number of mobs and the number of, and the, and the, and the actual health. So like a one player, you know, an example would be, you know, we were talking about the matriarch. So if you play it on single player on a normal mode, she has 4,900 health, but on a five player game, she has 14,700 health, you know, so that's how they <laughs> kind of do that. And then they also armor. So you think about a one-player game, she has 1,400 armor, but on a five-player game, she has 4,200 units of armor. So I did sneak a normal and a hard in by myself on a single player. The normal was pretty much like what we've been playing. It's, it wasn't that terrible. Uh, the hard was pretty was pretty rough. I, I think I got to wave six or so of ten. But again, it was it was still challenging enough. I mean, I'm sure that if you know. I, it was at the end of the night after we'd been playing for a while. So I was kind of like also dead eyed too. So it, it was, it was solid. I mean, but at the same time, it, it's the same game, single players, multiplayer. There's nothing, there's no storyline. It's just go and basically try to get as much XP and points to free up stuff. I mean, it's unfortunate, but that's what it is. Right. And yeah, and like I said, the game's pretty good. It's got some pretty cool AI and aggro mechanics and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, a lot of the bosses will peel off of a target if another target's doing a lot more damage to them than they are. So it the AI in this game seems to be pretty spot on and, and something you would expect, too, uh, from a game that's been out in development for this long. I don't even know. I don't even know how this game fared over the years. Does anybody know what average rating it is or anything like that? 
No, I was thinking about looking, but uh, honestly, I, I want to judge it for how I, you know, how I've played it, and uh, it may have sucked a butt when it came out, but uh, I enjoy what they've done to it. Uh, I think they put a lot of love into the game, and uh, I don't think they ever once tried to shortchange, a car- uh, shortchange the players on it. I mean, they seem to really, you know, work hard to put out uh, content and make the game, uh, you know, fun day after day. And considering how old it is, you know, that's pretty good. It's just one of those games that's got a solid cult following, you know, probably that, that, you know, they're making enough off of it monthly or whatever through the the purchases and stuff to continue on. I mean, you know, it's kind of the same as Rainbow Six. It's kind of the same as, like, Rocket League. I know Rocket League is massive if you really consider it because it's got a whole esports base, but... I mean, it's just the same principle. It's just something that's a, it's a whole lot of fun that there are some people that'll probably get sucked into it and, and that's all they ever play. And, and then there's guys, I guess, that we just run across it and like, man, it's a, it's a pretty fun game. I mean, it's it's definitely worth a buy, you know? Right. And I knew I liked these guys. They're the same guys that make Maneater. <laughs> that shark game that I keep telling you guys to play. Yeah, I definitely want to give that one a try, too. I think these guys have done a fantastic job. I mean... Uh, they 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 seem to uh, make the game, and they want to make the game fun and continuously do it. And they've dropped some really cool DLCs and things like that. And I loved when we first fired it up. You know, we got right into the Christmas stuff, and that was hilarious. Oh yeah, it was definitely fun. All those damn packages climbed up and killed me. Yep, all these packages, all these Christmas packages chasing you down. <laughs> I'm you, Santa. So cool. Sounds like overall, I mean, we all enjoyed it. We all tend to play it. We tend to go to this one now. We've kind of stopped playing Rainbow Six Siege and have kind of played this one for a while now. You know, Rainbow Six Siege will come back when they go out with their outbreak or whatever it was called (laughs) in a few months or a year plus. (laughs) So, But that was also only a three-player game. That was also only going to be three-player, so. Yeah, stupid three-player crap. Nuts. Nick, what about you, man? Anything else on this one? No, not really. I mean, I think you guys pretty much nailed it out there. Uh, you know, it's a fun game. It's a lot of fun. It's fun to play with friends. You know, like like I said, I think it'll be in our rotation for a while, just when we don't have anything else to play. But yeah, it's a good game. Check it out. Cool. Yep. Anybody else got anything they want to add? Yeah, and if you don't understand the Cowboy Way steak uh, reference at the beginning of this, uh, you need to look it up. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the steak scene from the cowboy from the cowboy way. That's how Shane Love likes his steak. Best part of that movie when dude asks for a cigarette and Woody Harrelson bends over, picks that old butt up off the ground. I got your brand right here. <laughs> <laughs> Those movies aren't allowed anymore, Shane. Can't have that. I know. <laughs> I know. Can't have fun no more. All right. Well, anybody else got anything they want to add? Mm, okay. I'm good. I think we nailed it. All right. Well, I nope. think we're all in agreement. It's a good game. Uh, just check it out if you haven't already. It's probably really on sale right about now. It's always on sale right about now. It's pretty cheap. <laughs> so, well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and hope to catch you on the next one. <laughs>